Welcome to Interlude with me, Peter Panos. Join me every week as I chat with my celebrity guests, reflect on their iconic moments throughout their careers, and talk about what is next. Interlude is proudly brought to you by Glios Mastija. Mastija Spirit is the only double distilled, small batched, low in sugar PDO Mastija brand on the market. Made by the first Greek woman in history to found a spirits brand, and we'll drink to that. And try one of my favorite cocktails, the Cleopatra. The recipe is on the gorgeous bottle. It tastes so amazing and it's only 110 calories with four grams of sugar in the full cocktail. The best part is that Mastica is also good for the gut, so it's a guiltless pleasure. Opa! You guys, I am so excited today. Today we have the queen of Miami herself, the one, <laughs> <laughs> the only, Marisol Hatton. You are like... A living legend. I'm just, I can't believe we're even here together right now. Oh, stop. Don't be ridiculous. Hold on one second. My family's making noise. Steve, yeah. I'm on a podcast. I can hear you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, sounds like my family. We're Greek and loud, so I get it. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Cuban. <laughs> but I'm married like to we're... a gringo, and, it's, it's, yeah. and my stepson's gringo, and they're being extra loud right now. <laughs> it... Is it usually the opposite? Usually they're the quiet ones and we're the loud ones, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, you know, they're being boisterous at the moment. <laughs> well, I love that. I I love to start every interview with asking a very simple question. Marisol, how are you? Oh, I'm just excellent this morning. I woke up feeling rarely excited for the day. I love that. And I love that we're kind of starting our day together. Mm, yes. <laughs> did we have our morning um morning cocky yet or no because i did have a mimosa to prepare i i i did not i had coffee and um some avocado and that's about it I'm trying to you know shed a few pounds my life is like a constant diet what can i tell you <laughs> well you always look fabulous i don't think you have to do much i appreciate that but you know we're <laughs> we are all our own worst critics isn't that it's it I mean I I can only imagine because obviously we're all our biggest inner saboteur and we're always kind of like picking out ourselves and different things, but it has to be a lot more intense when you're sharing your life and yourself with like millions of people around the world. So I can only imagine how that feels. Well, I've always just kind of been very um obsessed with how much I weigh. So I've been like this my whole life. So, you know, it, you, you and I don't like to exercise, so I have to do it the hard way, not eat. I am, I'm kind of the same way. My fiance love, he loves working out. I'm more of like, I'll just diet and I'll <laughs> do it or that I'll, way. I'll watch you work out while I yeah. starve over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have my granola bar over here. We'll be just fine. You keep mm-hmm. doing those squats and, and lifting. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I love that you are like, I kind of want to go back to the beginning with you because we first fell in love with you when you started off on the Real Housewives of Miami in 2011, which seems like so long ago now. I know. Well, actually, we started filming in 2010. You guys saw it in 2011. So yeah, it's been we started this process, my God, actually 15 years ago, because we were casting in 2009, way back before we aired before Beverly Hills aired. Wow, that's crazy. Did you ever think that, like, like, did you ever second guess when you were auditioning for the show or when you were, like, looking into doing the show? I, I didn't know what I was auditioning for. They didn't call it Miami Housewives. They were calling it Untitled 
scripted Miami docu-series. I don't know what the hell it was. And um, actually, I, I never had thoughts of doing anything like this because I was extremely shy. I, you know, I had a PR firm and I did marketing and events and my clients always wanted to, me to speak for them on the news like when you know i have when i'd have cameras come to events i'm like no 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 me no i can't i can't i can't i would start perspiring behind my neck my hands like i would get all red and hot i couldn't do it and um and i was notorious for that and a friend of mine who was casting um called me and said hey i need you know i had a lot of very wealthy people from um, from my guest list philanthropists from miami they're like we need some wealthy women and of course none of those women wanted to do it and their husbands didn't want them to do anything like that so i don't know one day i was just sitting at my desk and i thought when he was nagging me to send more women i thought this little voice in my stomach said go and i looked at my business partner i said i think i'm gonna go to this tryout she goes you you're gonna try out for a tv show you you're like so you like cringe in front of a camera I'm like i don't know there's this this voice in my stomach that's just telling me to go it's like pushing me and I, I think I need to listen to the voice of my the one time I listened to the voice of my stomach <laughs> it's, it's crazy went. to hear that it's crazy yeah. to hear that because you always seem especially like it's always funny to see obviously now everybody is seasoned because you've been doing it for so many years but it's so funny to see people their first seasons and they're a little bit more reserved and and whatnot but you've kind of really stayed like authentic and the same I feel like like you don't really seem like some people are very stiff their first seasons especially in the confessionals and and things like that but it's so crazy to hear that because you you always just seem so like mellow and like ready for it yeah I'm, it takes a lot to get a rise out of me like a lot <laughs> a lot and my bestie she's always says to me you give me cranky cranky is like when you crank somebody up that's in spanish mm -hmm. she's like you're always cranking me up and i and i shoot and i set and i set off and i'm like well it doesn't take much to get you to go to brozilla mode you know <laughs> for me it takes a lot you got to really wear me down to get me to snap i'm the yeah. same way in, in greek we say nevra which is nerves so we're like you're mm -hmm. giving me nevra i'm like calm cool and collected until like you know you keep like going and going and going then i'm like okay we'll mm -hmm. take care of <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, it's gotta be great because Miami is really, you know, obviously back in the day we were all very surprised when season four didn't get picked up. And then fast forward to all these years later and it had this like grand revival on Peacock because the fans were like, you know, the network didn't get it right. We miss Real Housewives of Miami. We want it back. What was it like to kind of see that reaction? Because I don't think that's ever really happened before. Um, I honestly, it was like around COVID or like yeah. towards the end of COVID that they started, but talking to us and saying that, you know, they were going to be doing casting and they may bring it back, but that had happened a few times in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the years before, and then nothing ever happened. So I didn't really think much about it, you know? Yeah. Were you surprised to see that the fans were like so eager to get it back? Um, yeah, yeah, and I guess I attribute it to maybe they weren't happy with the other shows they were watching, or maybe they just missed mm -hmm. the characters on our show. I, I don't know. There, people were wanting Miami in in the worst way, and they're the ones that brought us back. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's it's so funny. Well, Miami, it's it's funny. I think that the connection that fans have to it is, it's very similar to New Jersey in the sense of family and in the sense mm -hmm. of community. 
And I feel like that was always what made those two franchises so different because yes, you have the glitz and you have the glamour and you have like the outfits and the houses and the cars and everything, but every franchise has that. But I feel like Miami and New Jersey were the two that really held that, that, you know, family aspect, you know, at the core of the show. And I think that that's always been why the fans have always been so connected to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of who had fam- Alexia always had her family on still does. Mm-hmm. I had my mom, but um, oh, we love we loved your mom. Yeah, oh, she was the best. Um, <laughs> she says hi. Oh, I love uh, them. <laughs> yeah, we talk every day. Um, oh, I do. I do the same thing. My mom passed away ten years ago, and I we've always been you know a very like spiritual family, and um. I've always been more spiritual than religious and mm-hmm. I always, you know, find little signs and little things like blinking lights or like little things that I'll find that weren't there before, like mm-hmm. a random photo, like before our interview, actually, um, I was in my office and randomly, there's like one random photo that I have of my mom that isn't framed. And it just mm-hmm. happened to be, I don't know if like the wind blew it, but it just happened to be like on the floor by my desk, like right before the interview. Oh, mm. Well, maybe so she's like with my mom. Questions. Oh, they're definitely up there kikiing, and <laughs> my mm-hmm. mom had a thick accent just like yours. So, oh, so really? Definitely. Yep, it's yep. So she charming. was, yeah, fresh <laughs> off the boat, fresh off the boat, Greek. Oh, it's so charming when they have the heavy accent. I love that. Do you yeah. do Do you feel like, um, you know, going through that break and then coming back? do you think it helped the dynamics of the group or do you think it kind of like had everybody kind of start over in terms of their relationships and things like that? Because it, it was a couple years of, of a pause. Oh, well, yeah, no, I think it actually helped because mm-hmm. now, you know, by the time we go back on TV, we've all known each other for over 10 years, you know, right. it's a long time. I mean, I know that um, Alexia and I would, see Lisa and we would talk with her we didn't really ever hear much from Adriana she kind of like fell off the radar and right. um but every time there was kind of news that the show would be coming back we'd get a text hey ladies let's have lunch and then Alexia and I would be like oh it's only because the show's coming back we'll, <laughs> we'll skip that we'll skip it no, no. but we so we already we kind of already knew each other's behaviors and knew each other pretty well because a lot of time had gone by. And then a lot of changes happened in everybody's life. I mean, Adriana lost some people in her life. I think she had a few deaths, um, a brother and somebody else, maybe a, a father, I don't remember. Um, right. And um, Lisa had babies and Alexia lost Herman and met Todd. And I lost my parents, lost a relationship, you know. Right. stopped working a lot of big changes and then those things help you to mature and grow up and then you know you kind of get that attitude which is I think this is what makes the OG casts better to me personally mm-hmm. than all the newer the ones with the younger newer people is there's a certain time in your life where you just don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> and that's right. the kind of attitude people love to watch because most people take things very seriously in their everyday life. And a lot of us are just like, who cares? And you know what I mean? (laughs) Just keep it moving because you've gone through so many horrible things that you know that the little things just don't matter anymore. And, and I think that's what people really like to 
like seeing in the in the older OG casts, I find. Oh, oh of course. And and I feel like, you know, with the OG cast, it's you're not really trying to find your niche and trying to find like your you know your persona on the show because people have already mm -hmm. gotten to know you and you've already in a sense like proven yourself because you're like I've been here for this many years people love me and I'm clearly doing something right one would hope <laughs> <laughs> one would hope we're doing something right one thing you always get right is the confessional looks I am always so excited to see what you are wearing in your confessional we always have some sort of crown we always have the 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 sparkles or the feathers. It's literally like you are one of my absolute favorite people to like look forward to for the confessionals. I well, I just have to say one thing. I really regret the bird look. It was Why? I don't know. It looked like a bird. No, it, it it was given like it like you know how in every movie the evil queen is like the most glamorous one in the whole movie. That's what it was oh. giving. It, it was giving <laughs> like how it, it was giving powerful like queen vibes with the feathers and the and the hair was perfect and the makeup I loved it um it was like my least favorite look and um mm -hmm. this year after I wore the white crown on my head I had that new mm -hmm. look I had was perfect for a headpiece and they're like no more headpieces I wasn't allowed to wear another <laughs> headpiece and no, I just that's like your thing and I I I was like okay no more bedazzled cups but I had two bedazzled martini glasses <laughs> made but the stems broke so I couldn't use them and then so okay. yeah so i there's i switched it up no crowns no cups Ugh, my one of my absolute favorite looks of yours of all time was the it was the black outfit with like the gold like stones and then you had like that beautiful gold crown i think it was last season yeah 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 that's a beauty that was that crown was made by mordecai it's actually a choker but you wear oh, it really? you wear it as a headpiece too uh-huh I I loved it. That was that's like in literally one of my top five confessional looks of all time. Oh wow! Thank you, thank <laughs> you. You know what? For me, it's like the time when I go in there to say the things I'm feeling and thinking that maybe I said in the scene but got cut out, or everyone was yelling right. all over each other and I was thinking it, but I was like, I'm not gonna yell. I'll just save it for my confessional. <laughs> so it's my time to have my own little theater uninterrupted. It's my moment, and I like to make it as fun and fabulous as possible so that you remember those few seconds that I was on the screen because <laughs> there's a lot of us oh you know? of course and and it must be you know do you ever find yourself the one good thing I say about reality tv is I wish that certain conversations were documented or moments were documented because you have those moments where you're like I know I didn't say that but this person is saying that the conversation went this way and you get the opportunity to actually watch it back and be like I was right I this is what I said and this is what I meant is that do you see that as like a good thing in a way or kind of a bad thing when you watch it back and you're like okay thank god like everything was documented <laughs> like I did say that no well, um no I haven't I mean the only thing I noticed is when I know I said something really funny and they just kind of take it out because they have to let other people speak obviously and I'm always right. like, damn, man, if they would just let only me talk, this would be way more interesting. That's what I think. Because <laughs> I, I say silly things. I'm not even thinking. They just come out of the side of my mouth and everyone's laughing. But they cut all that shit out because, you know, then it's like nobody else no, has no anything better. to say. <laughs> well, that's not your yeah. fault if you always have the best things to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think they are. I think we all think that our, <laughs> what we have to say is the most important. That's why everyone's always yelling over each other. So, you know, I just kind of oh, stay I... quiet and then do it later on when I'm alone. 
Oh, I love and, that. That's how they're, that's how Greek people are. Everybody just kind of yells over each other, and and then somehow everybody still hears each other. I, I think it's a gift deep down. I, I don't know how they edit that when we watch it back because I'm like, my God, I couldn't. Everyone was yelling over each other in every scene, but there's somehow they were very good at muting <laughs> and only letting one voice speak, right. and then and then creating the story, which they're very good at. I, my production company's awesome. They're very good. <laughs> And I the cinematography it. is gorgeous on our show, like nobody else's. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that's kind of one of the things that also sets Miami apart is just like the visual aspect of it is because, I mean, obviously Miami is one of the most beautiful cities like in the world, I think. And it, it, I think that that actually that helps with like the the vision of the show for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pop. Purveyors <laughs> of pop. They're very good at cinematography I, and production. I, I love it. And obviously last season was very, very intense, you know, between Lisa and Lenny's divorce. And we had the shift in dynamics within the friend groups. And I feel like going into this season, it it seems, you know, just as spicy. So without giving too much away, what can we expect coming up on this season? Well, I think I already told you everyone's yelling over each other. <laughs> but you can, <laughs> but they've been doing a really good job at cleaning it up. Um yeah, there's a lot of um, uh, beefs between people that I didn't think were going to have beefs. Um, um, it was really hectic. It was really hectic. I remember when I would, every time I left the scene, I was like, geez, how are they going to make that work? So much screaming and complaining. And like everyone was on 10 this year. Everyone. <laughs> oh, even the first episode when um, Alexia had the dinner party. It was mm -hmm. like right off the right off the bat, like, like I know. Heat. I walked in and I could hear Gertie and Larsa arguing. I was like, "Jesus, we just walked in the door. Can everyone have a cocktail and just be civil for five minutes and then <laughs> slit each other's throats?" Like regular people. Yeah, I like normal that. people. You know, be a little bit charming. You know, respect the host a little bit. Maybe seven minutes. Give me seven minutes. Yeah, no. show off the outfit, have a cocktail, maybe a piece of the charcuterie board, and then get mm -hmm. into it. Mm -hmm. You Be don't want to do that on an empty stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but everyone's like ready to go. Raring and ready to go immediately. Oh my gosh, I can I can only imagine. And um, obviously, you know, we saw in the news, unfortunately, that um, Nicole had announced that her dad had passed away. Oh, I know. So, so upsetting, she... so sad. How is she doing? Have you spoken to her? or I... I texted her yesterday and, you know, said, obviously gave her my, my condolences and said, I, I know this pain all too well. And, um, um, she's like, it seems surreal. And I said, you know what I used to do? Cause my dad traveled a lot. He was always mm -hmm. gone. I just, you know, that those first couple of years, just kind of imagine that he was traveling in a way, you know, it just kind of helps you, uh, acclimate if you can ever to the situation. <laughs> I, you know, there's not much you can say. Everybody has to just go through it in their own way. And, you know, when she's pregnant, so it's kind of a difficult time to go through something like that. So obviously all the girls are praying for her and her family. Wow, that's so sad. Because I, I was going to say, because, you know, nobody knows that experience, you know, quite as well as you do, because, you know, we obviously all fell in love with your mom on the show. And, mm -hmm. um I I I felt for sure that you would be the best one to give to give that advice because I think you experienced it 
you know, the most, for sure. Well, Alexia also lost her mom um, two years ago on my mom's birthday. <laughs> she lost wow, her really? mom. Wow, really? Yeah. You know, Alexia was born on my father's birth. My father and Alexia have the same birthday, and her mother died on my mom's birthday. It's very, a lot of crazy situations wow. and similarities, yeah. Um, and she lost crazy. her father when she was really young, so she doesn't have either parent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard. And there's everybody has to just kind of go through it themselves. There's oh, no course. there's no magic, you know, thing that I can, you know, remedy that I could give her or anybody to get through it. Because if everybody's relationships are different with their parents, right. my dad and mom called me 30 times a day every day. And oh. wanted, needed me, needed me, needed me, needed me, like for everything. Get my groceries, bring me my medication, go pick up a check, go do it. It was like every single day, all day long, both of them were just very um, demanding and needy. And so when it became radio silent, I felt like, my God, nobody needs me anymore. I felt very lost. Oh, I felt the same way. It's, it, it's, I don't know if it's like a thing of like just being like the kids of like immigrant families sometimes, but I, my, my dad more so than my mom, my, my dad is still alive, but he's always been definitely the more needy one in terms of things. And my mom was um, like most moms are like, you know, the matriarchs of the family. So it's, it's, it always, you know, I feel like that's always crazy when, when you think about that after and, and, you know, it's nice to have that breather in a sense, but cause you don't feel as, you know, like all over the place but it is sad because you're kind of used to that that rhythm of how everything is going so i totally understand that yeah 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 and then, and speaking of alexia on a happier note i am literally obsessed with i por favor it's oh, you literally like it? <laughs> i'm upset i'm it's so funny. I didn't really listen to a lot of podcasts until I started doing mine, which is I know is terrible. But the 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 ones that I do listen to that I that were actually the first ones that I listened to when I was doing this, yours was one of them, and I laugh like so much. Your chemistry is just like so good, and I love oh, the, you can it, it just it transcends. You know how sometimes you can see people on TV and their dynamic kind of works and it makes you laugh and it makes you smile. But yours is just so organic that it really carries on to, even when I'm just listening, I can like picture the facial expressions and picture like the hand movements and how you guys are talking. And it's just, it's so funny. I know we don't, and we don't even do it in the, in the same place together. She's at her house and I'm at mine and I'm looking at her on a, on a screen, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's literally our, our same conversations that we have all the time. We we argue, we laugh, we it's the same shit. She's like, you keep you keep disagreeing with me, and I'm like, well, you keep disagreeing with me, and I go, and guess what? That's the way it should be. Nobody wants us to be like, yeah, yeah, you're right, uh huh, uh huh. You know, it's good that way. We don't ever talk. We we see the topics and we say right. we like them if we don't, and then we yeah. go and we do our homework or research or whatever it is. Because sometimes, you know, when we talk about Latin celebrities. Some of them, I don't even know who they are. She knows who they all are. I don't really follow that too much. <laughs> so I'll have to do a little homework or do a little background research so I don't say the wrong thing, you know, mm. for, for you know, obviously for, for facts, because I do not yeah. like to not have the facts. And no, um, so we don't know what each other's going to say or what opinion the other's going to have. And uh, oftentimes, 
we disagree, which is funny because usually we agree on a lot of things. Right. And I guess that makes it good. Oh, of course. I mean, like you said, you don't want just like two people that are just like nodding and saying yes to everything. That's kind of mm -hmm. because you're, you are very similar, but you're very different in a lot of ways, too. So I think that 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 makes that work. You know, it's like the yin and the yang. She makes me laugh. <laughs> what made you guys like start like made you guys want to start a podcast? Because it, it was a brilliant idea. Well, so, I mean, everybody has a podcast, but. Right. Uh, and I feel like more and more people have them all the time. Mm -hmm. But um, we were, it was like after season four or maybe season five. No, it was after season five. And we just come back from Ultimate Girls Trip. And we had to go to New York to film our confessionals. So we were in New York like every three weeks. And wow. uh, we love to share a room. Even though they always book us separate rooms, we always like upgrade and we share a room because we just like to be in the same room. And 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 do everything together and we laugh and it's it's a good way to start the day anyway that. so um one night we got really lit at mr chow and we go back to the <laughs> hotel room and i and we put robes on and her friend jonathan who's actually the producer of our our podcast was there and i said video us let's just go over some spanglish and we started giggling <laughs> and talking in spanglish and it was too it was too over the top to even put anywhere right. and we need to post some of these and then when when Jonathan was sober and he listened to them back and sent them to us we're like oh my god we can't post this it's really naughty <laughs> so i all of, like a few months later i get a call from i get an email from iheart that they wanted me to fill in on two t's while tamra was filming cuz she wasn't allowed to do her podcast while right. she was I guess she couldn't, I guess she wasn't allowed to talk about OC while she was filming OC or something like that. Right, and right. then I, I said, you know what? I have an even better idea. Do you have any Latina um, presence on iHeart? Because me and my bestie would love to do a podcast. And then that's how, that's how it all happened. I just kind of turned one opportunity into another. And that was that. <laughs> they went for it. And here we are. I feel like some of the best ideas and moments come from very fun drunken times where you're like not even thinking and everything is more organic mm -hmm. well we <laughs> we knew that we were had a very good chemistry because whenever we film together the, mm -hmm. everyone comes out like the producers are like that was so good and it feels good it's always right. good when we do stuff together because we just like finish each other's sentences and we're just it's it's just so strong anytime i do a scene with anybody else i'm always like oh that was awful awful and so, <laughs> subsequently they don't even let us film together that much they That's don't so they, they split us up with the other girls because i think it's just i don't know i don't know what i don't know <laughs> it's almost like when like you and your best friend talk too much in class and they put you on opposite sides of the room <laughs> exactly yes that's exactly what happens <laughs> who would be like a dream guest for you guys on, on your show oh my mom I could bring my mom back. I would love to have her because she would be like, I see, you know, she used to love to say silver plate, which means <laughs> I, which she would just make fun of, I see vous play, see vous play, which means, oh, please, in French. It's I pour favor in French. And so in English, she would say silver plate. <laughs> I feel like your mom would have had one of the best podcasts like ever. She didn't know how to do anything technological at all. She oh, was, she wouldn't even yeah. have to. I feel like she would just 
have the best conversations with people because people just genuinely like loved her and she was just such like like she has just such a big heart she was so funny she really was funny she could make a moment out of any nonsense i love i love that and you guys were at bravo con obviously and you looked so amazing per usual miami always brings the style Thank who you. of course who were you the most excited to me and who were you maybe the least impressed to me hmm. i'm gonna think um i hadn't really thought about being excited to meet anybody because i feel like i've i've met gosh almost everybody i mean we did this last year but mm -hmm. you know who i really like a lot liked a lot um and they're always really sweet on Instagram. And then they were just as sweet in person was Crystal and Sutton from Beverly Hills. And then oh, um, yeah. I and Erica Jane was on my floor at the hotel. And I just really dig her. I do. I like her a lot. She's just a cool, it is what you is kind of girl. It, it, you get, you know, it is what it is. Listen to me. Uh, <laughs> you, what you see is what you get. And I, I right. like that. I appreciate that. She's just real herself very nice she looks phenomenal i've never mm -hmm. seen i mean she looks spectacular and she's tall she's just everything i love that woman <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else i really love is lisa rena lisa rena love her uh, yeah. yeah she what yeah i guess she's not on the on the new season no, she's at the not moment. she's not anymore and she wasn't there but i'd seen her last the year before and I'd met her at a party that I went to. Adrian Malouf took me to a party Jareet had once. And she was there and she introduced herself. She knew how I was. She was so lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I like all those girls. Yeah. I'm really good friends with Luann <laughs> from New York. We've been friends since 2010, Countess Luann. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody that was underwhelming to me. I, I didn't really have any bad experiences this year, honestly. I love that. It seemed that seemed to be the general consensus was it wasn't like I feel like everybody was just excited to be there and it was in a new city and everybody just seemed to get along, which I feel like almost never happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know. I heard people complaining about um, people. Oh, I, well, didn't um, I think Crystal did an interview saying that the New York women weren't nice. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. Which is, it, I mean, they're new, though. You know what I mean? I feel like they're not, they don't know, like, the, you know, how everything works yet. I feel like they're still they're, kind of. They don't know social graces? Well, they should have social graces, absolutely. <laughs> but honestly. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all grown. Everybody, I feel like, should be, like, cordial with each other. But I feel like, I, I don't know, I think maybe part of what the New York thing is, is that they're new and it, it. I guess did well off the bat so obviously some people get egos off the bat I feel like which isn't good I feel like having a big ego off the bat I feel like is your is the downfall later on I never have a big never have a big ego it's not attractive at no. all well some no. people don't you're like you don't need it like someone like you that is so confident and in, and is on top of her shit not, and knows what she's I, doing I'm it's not confidence it's kind of like I, I, who am I to be full of myself? I mean, I'm so grateful that I even have a great job like this. You know, I've been friends with people. Well, I still am friends with very famous people that sing and are huge. I'm not even going to mention their names. And those are people with talents. I don't right. have a talent. 
I don't have a talent. I just go and I'm myself. But these people have real talent and they're the ones that should have an ego. And you know what? They don't. They don't. And they're superstars and they just don't. And they're humble and they're beautiful. And I think that that is, you know, a page from a book that all of us have to take out of. Right. Well, I feel like you do have a talent. I feel like your talent is making people smile and making people laugh and making their days better. I feel like that's, that's your like superpower. I feel like that's just being immature and silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works. It works. <laughs> I speaking Thank of immature you. and silly. I love that you call your cocktails cockies. It's like my uh -huh. new favorite, favorite thing to say. So we have to <laughs> chat about one of our favorite things, which are cocktails. Cause if anybody can serve a look and a cocktail, it's you, babe. Thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't even realize I was doing it. I honestly had this bedazzled cup that I right. bought way before COVID. And I thought, what am I going to drink in in my confessionals? I can't roll in with a solo cup. You know, no offense to solo, but <laughs> no, it's not, it, my, it's not it. It's yeah. Not, it's not my, my jam. And I thought, mm -hmm. oh, let me just bring my cup. And then I used it all season and it just become, it became like a, an extra character on the show. I didn't know that was going to happen, <laughs> you know? And then, so the next, then I took a really nice one to the reunion and I had mm. some different styles the next season and it just became a thing. And now this season I don't have any. So, yeah. <laughs> no um, crowns and no bedazzled cups. What are they trying to do to you? No, no. I have a crown on in the beginning in the white outfit. I have like a, it's um white quartz on my mm. head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. It's healing. It's healing. <laughs> God knows you ladies need it because it's always intense. So whatever helps, <laughs> bring all the crystals. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> what kind of inspired you to launch your own your own brand with cockies and to work on that? Well, I don't know. It was I was just the overwhelming response from people just tagging me with their drinks all over the world, having cockies. I mean, like. Boys in Australia, <laughs> people in Sweden, UK, you know, I, there's, there's a, a, like, and it's a lot of like, I was calling, oh, sorry. Hold on. It's okay. Getting, um, people were just writing me from everywhere. Cockies, cockies, where's your cocky? Oh my God. At BravoCon, everyone walked down the hallway. They didn't even know my name anymore. Just cockies, cockies. <laughs> where's your cocky? Where's your cup? Where's your cup? I didn't have a cup. I could... <laughs> and a cup and I had to hold my heels because my <laughs> feet were killing me there was you know and then I thought well I can't ignore this I need to do something right. and I love a stiff cocktail so I thought let me get in the stiff cocktail business so, oh it's got to be stiff there's no oh, point yeah. in a watered down cocktail oh. like I, I oh, yeah, hate yeah. when people order my biggest pet peeve was when people would order like a liquor and water like they'd be like I'll do a scotch and water and I'm like why like won't the ice um, melt eventually like yeah my my friend dan the other day uh we were alexi and i were at the theater getting ready to we were practicing for our we have a live show we're gonna do on december 9th in boca in a theater oh, and um my friend dan is uh, he's a professional actor and he's moderating it and it was like already one o'clock and i said dan we need something to drink he goes i know and I said, what do you want? He goes, uh, vodka and water. I go, water, vodka and water. He goes, yeah. I thought, that sounds vile. Yeah, yeah I hate that. With ice. So it was like extra, extra water. Yeah, like what's the point of that? Because the ice will melt and it's already going to be a little diluted. So why do you want like, it's almost like That's when you right. get like 
a fountain soda or something or like a coke and then it melts and like you kind of taste the coke but then you taste the water too and it's just like gross yeah exactly i never i always get a drink chilled straight up no water ice never oh girl me too that's that's the only way to do it what's the Mm -hmm. point otherwise (laughs) and an extra shot on the side doesn't hurt we went to we went to an event and the bartender was like it was like this big like um party at this like beautiful like mansion here in boston and the bartender was serving like very it'd be like i would do like a tequila pineapple or something he would put like the tiniest bit of tequila than a bunch of pineapple so once i realized the game i would order my tequila pineapple and then i would ask for tequila on the rocks reposado on the rocks on the side and then i would just like throw it into my drink and then everybody kind of was like wait that's a brilliant idea so then everybody started doing that and he was like why is everybody ordering their drinks with shots i was like i don't know that's weird no, you have to order it deconstructed. I order everything deconstructed. You always ask oh, for the smart. shot of the booze and a little bit of your mixer on the side. And by the way, I always did tequila, pineapple, and lemon for the longest time. Now oh, I, I do vodka, and then I get orange juice and cranberry on the side. And then I just pour the as much cranberry OJ I want. Very little. Wait, that's so and smart. Because then you kind of like can build it yourself. Yeah, you build it yourself, and then the next time around, you just get a shot because you still have the mixers on the table. <laughs> you have so many good life lessons, I feel like, and like life uh, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> what a, it's a really important life hack that what I just taught you. Uh, no, it is. It depending on where you are and like how like boring a party might be or how like intense a party might be. That is a great party hack to have. Absolutely. <laughs> You're welcome, and you can hand it down from future <laughs> generations to come. I will, and I will absolutely give you the credit. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Of course. Before I let you go, because um, I know you are on your way to film, I love to ask my guests um, a question about what their interlude is. So an interlude is, mm-hmm. I grew up on like Janet Jackson albums, and you know I'm a kid of like the, the 90s, and I always loved the interludes on, on my favorite albums because they would be like a break from the music. And it would be like a time to focus on the now and an interlude is a pause between acts and like a preview of like what's to come. So I always like Mm -hmm. to ask my guests in terms of like a feeling in this moment where you are in your life right now, Marisol, Uh what is your interlude? Um, um, I guess right now I'm focused on my, in in the moment, um, is building, building, Mm -hmm. um, a okay think of my words Um, okay sorry i'm I'm trying to put my words together Uh, you know building a a a legacy that's the word i want to use building a building a legacy so that the day that i stop doing this show that i still have something great that i built that i'm still doing long after i'm gone from the show so i'm working on that I love that. I feel like you are you are well on your way there because you're already, you know, an icon in reality TV and oh, and God. people. That you word are is too, too grand for me. May you could say that about my mother, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are though. Like I like even when the show wasn't on, I remember like like for some reason it was always like your scenes I would remember and laugh and your scenes with your mom that I would remember and laugh and I feel like sometimes you guys make the best impressions and and things in people's lives and you don't even realize it because there's so much like negativity on social media and people pick their favorites and they you know if you like this person they don't get along with that person you automatically have to be like 
hating that person, you know? So I feel like you, you know, you guys should hear the good stuff too. And you really do bring like a, a fresh like air to, to the show and, and, and it's funny and it makes people laugh. And, you know, I remember watching the show with, with my mom, we were big on watching all the housewives and I loved laughing with her, you know, and I still have all those memories when I rewatched like the old episodes and yours with your mom and funny moments that you had were always some of those moments. So I thank you for that because, you know, you really, you made more of an impact than I think you realize in the best way. Well, she did. I was just, you know, a person in a scene with her because it didn't matter who she filmed with. She would take <laughs> over the scene. And then everyone was like, oh, Marisol's only there because of her mom. You know, she sucks. She's boring. But anybody that f did a scene with my mom, she eclipsed them. They, everybody was boring next to mom. Everybody. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, the majority of my scenes were with my mother. So I was always being eclipsed. <laughs> well, I, I think that you are shining so bright on the show now. And I am so excited for everything that you have coming up obsessed with your Instagram. I follow you on Instagram and I my Instagram. Oh, my I only really do the stories. I never have anything to post. I'm not, yeah, I don't like the stories are photos. I don't like to take photos. Everybody loves to model and pose. It gives me the heebie jeebies. I can't. <laughs> so I, I just repost when people tag me and if I find something funny or great music, I put it in there. And then once in a blue moon, I'll have something that I put in. I love that. I am so excited to see what you have coming up next for us, Marisol. And oh, thank, thank you, you for for doing this. I you just have a great energy about you, and I feel like this was the best way to start my day. Thank you. <laughs> You're thank welcome. You. I look forward to talking to you soon and seeing you soon. Hopefully, when you guys are up here in you know again, and I I wish you all the best. I'm so excited for everything you have coming up. Thank you so much. And listen, how you have a happy holiday. You too, my love. Have the best holiday and have the and have an even more amazing new year. Uh, same to you. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Of course. Thanks for being here. Sending you so much love. Likewise. Bye. Bye. Bye.